You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Now the Prophet stayed in the cave of Thawr three days. Three days and possibly four nights. The fourth night he set out to Medina. Now what happened during those three days? How did the Prophet and his companion who was with him Abu Bakr survive? We in the Shia sources we have reports that during those three days every day Imam Ali alayhi salam and Hind ibn Abi Hala, they would bring food to the Prophet and they would tell him what's going on in Mecca. Sunni sources, they have another claim. They believe Abdullah ibn Abu Bakr, Abdullah the son of Abu Bakr, and Abr and Amr ibn Fuhayra, who was the shepherd of Abu Bakr, they are the ones who came and gave him food and gave the Prophet news. When we historically analyze these claims, we find them weak and problematic that the son of Abu Bakr would actually go there and send him food. In fact, it was Imam Ali who knew about the whereabouts of the Prophet. Remember, when the Prophet left, it was a secret where he was going. Where did the son of Abu, how did the son of Abu Bakr know that they're, they're in the cave? No one knew this. This was a secret. It's not like Abu Bakr left the cave and he went and informed. No, he was with the Prophet in the cave. Only Imam Ali knew where the Prophet was. So it makes more sense that the Imam would deliver food to the Prophet. The Prophet kept it a secret because the pagans would have easily come and killed the Prophet You don't allow anyone else to know except the one whom you trust 100% who is Imam Ali ibn Abi Talib Yes. How did she fit in the equation? No, no, Hind is, is, Hind is not... Uh, uh, it's, it's not a it's not, it's not a woman. This is a man. Yes, yes. Hind in in the Arabs, uh, the the name Hind was one of those names that they would give to men and women. So what qualified him to be with Imam Ali? So we find him. He, he Hind is the nephew of Lady Khadija alayhi salam. So he was close to the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wa we talked about him before in the Shi'b of Abi Talib, how he also tried to bring food. So he has a he has a good relationship with the Prophet. He's trustworthy. He loved Lady Khadija, so he loved the Holy Prophet It would make sense for Imam Ali to choose someone like that to accompany him. Yes. So Hind, this he's a man. It's not a woman. They they actually had this name for men and women. Yes, I yeah I I understand how that could have been confusing, because we uh, normally know Hind you know, to be the wife of Abu Sufyan and she was an enemy of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Yes. So Abu Bakr was with the, with the Prophet in the cave? Yes, for three days he was with the Prophet. Now, when you look at history of, of some Muslim books, there are many, many claims here as to who was with the Prophet and what happened. Now, it's not important to, to mention many of them because a lot of them are unfounded claims. But we see that a huge role is given to Abu Bakr. For instance, uh, Sunni historians have claimed 
that the Prophet when he wanted to migrate to Medina, now he wanted a mode of transportation, a camel. So Abu Bakr is the one who actually gave the Prophet two camels. He donated, he gifted the Prophet two camels and it's due to these camels that the Prophet was able to migrate. So this is a huge favor. In fact, in fact, they have quoted a hadith from the Prophet. They've attributed a hadith in which the Prophet says, no one has a favor on me except Abu Bakr. He is the one who has a favor on me because on the, you know, the night of the Hijrah, he gave me those camels. And interestingly, you know what they mentioned? They mentioned Abu Bakr bought these two camels for 300 dirhams. Four to six months before the Hijrah. And he would have them pasture on farmland, you know, eating from the grass, preparing them for that Hijrah. A few observations here. Number one, four to six months before the Hijrah, the Prophet had not informed anyone he's going to Medina and migrating. So where did Abu Bakr get this unseen knowledge from? Doesn't match. Three, two to three months before the Hijrah is where you had the second allegiance of Aqaba, which we examined last year, when the Prophet made it known that he's considering Medina as an option. But four to six months, why is Abu Bakr doing that? Who told him the Prophet is migrating? Why is he preparing them? That in itself is a sign of fabrication. Number two, where did he get all that money from? You know, and it's interesting that in, in a lot of the books of Sunni history, Abu Bakr is presented, and even in their Friday sermons you hear this, he's presented as this very, very wealthy man who saved Islam with his wealth. In fact, in fact, they claim that when Abu Bakr left Mecca, he took with him 4,000 dirhams, 4,000 silver coins. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. When you look... All of those were in the cave? So first of all, you know exactly where was that all that money? You, I mean, how, you can't carry 4,000 golden uh, silver coins. That's very, very heavy. We're talking about an actual silver coin. So where was that? And you know, interestingly what they mentioned, they say that he took all the money he had in his house. He didn't leave a single dime for his family. Now, by the way, they consider this a virtue that he took everything for Islam. Whereas in Islam, according to Islamic standards, that's not a virtue. You don't leave your father and, and, and you know, sister and, and children uh, w without a single dime. You leave them some, if you really have that much money, keep, keep a thousand with them, keep 500 with them. But they consider, no, 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 this is a virtue. He took all the money and they claim, according to one hadith, his father Abu Qahafa was blind. So there was a box in the house of Abu Bakr where he would normally keep those coins. So, and so he took out all the coins Abu Bakr before migrating and he put rocks instead, rocks that look like coins, you know. He put them in that box so his blind father wouldn't figure it out. So his father, he came and he put his hands like, okay, the money is safe there. You know, he tried to trick his father, fooled his father so he wouldn't go after him. First of all, that's not how you treat your father. You don't put stones in there and fool him like that. Number two, Abu Qahafa was not blind at this point. Later, we have reports of him having trouble seeing. But at this time, at the day of the Hijrah, his father was not blind yet, he could see well. Number three, where did Abu Bakr get all that money from? In fact, if you, I don't want to go into too much detail about this because it's sensitive for other schools of thought. It's very sensitive for them. But in fact, if you analyze the life of Abu Bakr in Mecca, he did not have that wealth. In fact, he had very low jobs. No need to mention them. Just go and investigate in history. 
You know how much 4,000 dirham is? Not a single Muslim at that time had that money. In fact, in Medina, in Medina, when the Prophet passed away, the richest Muslim in Medina did not have 4,000 dirham. Where are you getting all these crazy figures from? Just to give him, you know, that. Because we have Lady Khadija who gave so much wealth, so they kind of want to uh, overshadow that with the wealth that supposedly Abu Bakr had. So Abu Bakr did not buy those uh, two camels. Here's what happened. The Prophet wanted two camels to go to the city of Medina. Abu Bakr, according to some sources, offered. He said, I will go and prepare them and give them to you. The Prophet who would accept gifts, he did not accept that from Abu Bakr. He told Imam Ali, when Imam Ali came to the cave, he told Imam Ali, oh Ali pay Abu Bakr and we'll buy them from him. We'll buy the two camels from him. So the Prophet in fact did not want Abu Bakr to have a favor on him by giving him a camel as a gift. So in reality, the Prophet is the one who bought those camels. And Imam Ali paid for them from the Prophet's money. That is the correct historical analysis of what happened. So yes, Abu Bakr was involved in securing the camels, but the Prophet bought them from him. And he did not accept them as a gift from him. So our argument is, Assuming it's true that Abu Bakr had a role in this camel business, the Prophet bought them from him and it was not, you know, donated on his behalf. In fact, in fact, the very camel that Abu Bakr himself rode on to go to Medina, the Prophet gave it to him. So he did not even spend on his own transportation. The Prophet took care of that. So Imam Ali he goes and he buys three camels. One for the Prophet, one for Abu Bakr who was with him. And the third one is for the guide. You know, back then they had drivers like guides who knew the deserts and they could take you to Medina. So the Prophet goes with this guide, uh, which Imam Ali had arranged. He was, you know, trustworthy and he goes with them. So this is the issue of how the Prophet left the uh, cave at night and he on the fourth night he set out north and he had to take a coastal route because the cave of Thawr is to the south of Mecca. The Prophet has to go north. So if he goes directly north the Meccans would see him. Remember during these three days they had appointed spies and watchmen on all routes to make sure that they get the Prophet So he had to discreetly in the middle of the night leave the cave he went, he took a westerly route uh, towards the coast and then he went north in order to avoid going through Mecca. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did save him.